there are creatures sleeping that I do not want to disturb. So instead of singing the usual theme song, I'm going to speak it softly. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try to speak softly through this entire episode. So let's see how it goes. Oh, one, two, three, four. This is a show with no particular niche, baby. It's always about hanging out. Maybe we'll laugh at some stuff. Maybe we'll learn something new. But it's always about hanging out, me and you. Oh, that poor cat. Or was that a dog? I say poor because it is ice. That thing was just trying to avoid. Hi. Welcome to That Thing with James, a podcast about nothing in particular. I'm your host, James, and this is the first episode I am recording in the year 2024. In the year 2024. Wait. Yeah, yeah. 2024. Yes, that's that's the year. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is currently Sunday, January 14th, 2024, and it is a whopping zero, Z, zero degrees Fahrenheit outside. I cannot remember it ever being this cold before in Oklahoma, but at least it's not an ice storm. That's usually that's usually what happens when it gets this like extremely cold in Oklahoma. I can remember my first few years here because I, I moved to this state in 1998 and then I moved away for a decade, but then I came back um, let's see th- three years ago come. June, see January, February, March, April, come like March or April, more like April, I moved back to Oklahoma. And um, that move came from uh, the ice storm that hit on (laughs) Valentine's Day, uh, February of 2021. Uh, that was the big ice storm. It hit a lot of states, hit Oklahoma too, but it hit Texas the hardest. Uh, the entire state of Texas lost power grid. I lost my home because of that storm. Um, it was a traumatic event. There were frozen bodies on the streets, literally. Um, people couldn't find water because it was a week of this ice Um, it it was a very, uh, uh, the whole thing was a very traumatic event. And so I, um, I think I've got a little bit of, I believe it would be called PTSD from the whole, uh, um, event. So last night, and again, at the time of this recording right now, me saying these words, it's Sunday, January 14th, this Arctic blast blew in last night. So Saturday, uh, January, did I say July 14th? I meant January 14th. And last night, January 13th, this Arctic blast blew in. And the only state in the U.S. that isn't affected by this thing is Arizona. But regardless, um, 
last night I felt it coming up and the past two winters went with other, cause there's an Arctic blast every winter now, uh, because of climate, uh, collapse. Um, I get triggered. I like, I can sense, uh, the cold coming before it's even here. Like I can sense it, you know, cause I'm sensitive like an animal because I am an animal and so are you anyway. Um, yeah, I, I kind of get triggered by this weather now, I find. Um, so yeah, I was dealing with that. But anyway, um, that trigger came several days after uh, a lot of laughter and befuddlement, bewilderment, confusion, astonishment at the news that I'm going to share with you on today's episode. Yes, yes. Again, this is the first episode I'm recording in the year 2024. And um, I'll be recording a bonus episode right after this. And if you want to get access to that and to all of the other bonus episodes, I think I'm almost to 90 bonus episodes now, you can get access to all of those plus other, uh, you know, uh, premium content and other uh, little bonuses I offer by supporting the show at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Yes. Uh, help support the show, patreon.com slash that thing with James, and you will get access to all the bonus episodes and content. Uh, and then I've also got social media, show email, that sort of stuff uh, written in the episode description. And if, if you're watching this on video, I'll have a little Chiron at the bottom listing my user, uh, the accounts you can find me on. But yeah. You want to help support the show and get access to bonus stuff? Once again, patreon.com slash that thing with James. Have you heard, getting on to the news of today's episode, have you heard about the Hossids coming out of the ground in Brooklyn? Yes, I'll repeat that. Have you heard about the Hossids coming out of the tunnels in Crown Heights? Um, because I, I, I heard about it. I heard about it in a very weird way, and there's a lot of confusion around what the fuck is going on. I had to do some research. Um, the research isn't as extensive as I, I could do. Uh, however, and, 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 and I also, I could attach uh, the videos that I watched, but I'm just going to be describing them instead. But that would take more time that I don't have. But you can help me get more time to, you know, add that kind of stuff to the show by supporting the show at patreon.com slash that thing with James. This is about as smooth as fucking butter right now. But it's zero degrees outside. And it's it cannot get warmer than 60 degrees in my apartment, which is a huge improvement over the ice storm last year. Uh, I think like late January, early February or whatever. There was an ice storm last year in 2023. And uh, it, 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 um, it, it did not get above 30 degrees in my apartment at, at any point for like two or three days maybe four, however long it lasted. And uh, there was literally snow piling up 
um, on the uh, around the door because this apartment, despite how much I'm paying for it in rent, is a piece of shit. But that's you know that's ain't that the case for uh, many of my ilk in this year 2024. But yeah, uh, the the Hasids coming out of the ground in Crown Heights. Mm, where do I even start with this? I'm going to start by taking a drink of coffee and then I'll figure out where to begin. Just a second. And I'm back. Let's just jump into the story and uh, let's let's wing it, baby. And I'll uh, say some stuff along the way uh, to try to contextualize what's going on because of, well, uh, current events, what's going on in the world and uh, some uh, some concerns uh, revolving around this thing that I'm going to be talking about. But I'm going to, I'll sh- try to share this through um, the uh, sequence of events, the, the chronological sequence of events as I encountered this information. So it was a few days ago now, maybe Wednesday or something, sometime in the middle of the week, I was scrolling on TikTok, and then I found this uh, TikTok user saying, uh, replying to some comment on a previous post they'd made, um, and the person was saying, oh no, it gets even funnier, whatever it is. I didn't know what it was. And this... uh, user uh, shared a screen grab of something they saw on Twitter. And I'm going to read it to you now. It's, um, I, I, you know, I, okay, I'll, re- I'll, I'll drip feed info as I learned it on the way. Um, so there was a tweet from November 7th of last, yeah, November 7th of last year, 2023. This um, Twitter user I refuse to call it X. That's just, it's so stupid. I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't care. Uh, This Twitter user tweeted on November 7th, 2023, there are Jews living under my apartment. I hear them. It's like they are digging or something. For the record, I live at ground level and we do not have a basement. Triple exclamation mark. So let me repeat that. There are Jews living under my apartment. I hear them. It's like they are digging or something. For the record, I live at ground level and we do not have a basement. Okay. Jews under your apartment digging. This sounds like some anti-Semitic shit. Semitic. I always say Semitic, but it's actually spelled Semitic. This sounds like some anti-Semitic stuff. That's my initial reaction. But then I read subsequent stuff. Um, And then uh, January 9th, the person tweets, I am not crazy in all caps. So they're hearing Jews under their apartment. It sounds like they're digging some or something. They live at ground level. There is no basement. And then they follow up uh, over a month later saying, I am not crazy. And then there is a subsequent tweet. Oh, 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 oh. So I, I missed it. The I am not crazy came out on January 9th. 
but between the original post and the I am not crazy, there was a December 11th tweet. I, I swear I keep hearing Yiddish under the floor in my New York apartment. And then in parentheses, I live at ground level and we have no basement. And then the latest one was January 9th again. Some of you owe me an apology. So let's go through that again. There's this Twitter user who says, uh, November 7th, there are Jews living under my apartment. I hear them. It's like they are digging or something. For the record, I live at ground level and we do not have a basement. And then on December 11th, I swear I keep hearing Yiddish under the floor in my New York apartment. I live at ground level and we have no basement. And then two subsequent tweets on January 9th of this year. I am not crazy. Some of you owe me an apology. It's fucking absurd. It sounds fucking absurd. But part of the, uh, uh, the video that I saw also had a video of someone in New York capturing someone that was dressed uh, like a Hasid or a Hasidic Jew. Um, if you don't know about Hasids, they are a very strictly orthodox um, sect of the uh, Jewish faith. Uh, you may have seen uh, pictures. They've been around for a long fucking time. You may recognize uh, the men from their iconic, uh, they wear like a black suit, a black hat with like a broad brim, and sometimes uh, the uh, curly cues going down the sides in front of the ears where, you know, sideburns would be. Um, that's the sort of uh, stereotypical look for uh, Hasidic Jews. And they may have the, um, the cloth that kind of dangles around the waist like uh, Tevya in um, Fiddler on the Roof. And then the women, um, women are certainly not treated equals. Um, but even, even within the Hasidic community, there are different branches uh, within that Orthodox branch. So there's the Orthodox Hasidic branch, and then there's branches off within that branch. Um, some are a little more lax. Some are really strict, if not straight up oppressive um, toward women and in their community. But that's not what this episode is about. Um, and that's about as far as I feel comfortable uh, speaking, uh, given my knowledge of this, this culture. Okay, so there were these tweets, uh, and, and accompanied was a video of a man dressed in the garb of a Hasid crawling out of uh, one of those, like a broken grate you'll see on the sidewalks in New York City. If you've never been in New York, you'll occasionally walk over these like metal grates on the sidewalk that go underground to different like utility tunnels or whatever. Um, 
well, someone inexplicably had video footage of a person dressed uh, in the Hasidic garb coming out of the coming out of the sidewalk and then pushing the cameraman away and then running off. And at first I was like, what the, what the fuck? This must be real. But now that I'm learning more about the situation, maybe I'm thinking that might've been staged. What wasn't staged though, was that the, um, so I first encountered this from a TikTok user and then I, I went back and I saw the first video and this was for sure not staged. It was a video uh, inside a, I believe it was inside a synagogue in which uh, several uh, Hasidic men, like a, a, a bunch of Hasidic men basically were having a riot against the police, against the NYPD. Yes, it was real. Yes, there was a hole dug and a tunnel dug in this synagogue and cops came along with a cement truck to fill in this hole that uh, this community had dug and the community got into a, a standoff and a subsequent riot with the NYPD and it is on camera and it's kind of hilarious just because of how wacky and wild and absurd the whole thing is. And this led me uh, to this website, crownheights.info. I guess it's the neighborhood news, crownheights.info. And I'm going to read it to you. This is dated December 22nd, 2023, posted to Shabbat News, Crown Heights News. Breaking Tunnel found burrowed under women's section of 770, possibly destabilizing the building. Um, so 770 is just the sort of local name for this headquarters of this uh, community. Oh, let's see, what, what was it called? What was the building called? Uh, the Shabbat Lubavitch World Headquarters. Um uh, associated with like Rabbi Yehuda Krinsky. Yeah, yeah, this is a real place and it's called, they call it the 770. And yes, there is a segregated women's section. Well, you know, kind of like what I was alluding to earlier. And again, a lot of this stuff is unfortunately, it's, it's real stuff happening. But of course, it's also being swept up and splattered with a lot of misinfo from uh, neo-Nazis, basically. Groypers, anti-Semites, and stuff like that. And of course, this is a particularly, not that there's ever an easy time to deal with this sort of thing, but this is a particularly hairy time because of uh, the... Um, the ongoing uh, genocide of the Palestinians um, and the uh, U.S. involvement in that. So, yeah, this is a really tricky time for this wacky-ass news and event to happen. But again, I'm just going to drip-feed info as I came across it. So here, 
crownheights.info. Um, the author wanted to remain anonymous because it says by crownheights.info. Shock and horror in Crown Heights after a tunnel was found burrowed underground in the most unlikely of places under 770 Eastern Parkway in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. No, we really aren't joking. Not an Israeli replica of 770 in Eretz Yisrobel. No, this is 770 Eastern Parkway, the headquarters of Lubavitch in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, United States. The accidental discovery happened nearly three weeks ago. And again, this article was published December 22nd. The accidental discovery happened nearly three weeks ago after a series of incidents rang alarm bells with the Gapromim of 770. A Union Street homeowner who spoke with CrownHeights.info said that they had been hearing suspicious noises at night in their home for a period of time. As the noise continued, the concerned homeowner notified someone of the sounds and their suspicion. Around the same time, construction work was underway, placing new plumbing near 770. As the work neared completion, a trench was dug to lay a water line, and the surprised workers were shocked to find what appeared to be a tunnel underground, according to a source familiar with the incident. Putting the pieces together, one of the workers in 770 investigated and got the shock of his life when he discovered the tunnel burrowed from the mikvah on the corner of Union Street and Kingston Ave. The tunnel allegedly extended from the mikvah under the Kingston Avenue women's section of 770 where it exited into the building. While details on the tunnel remain scarce, and with some rumors spreading, it appears that a group of Bahurim began digging around six months ago in an attempt to quote-unquote expand 770. Pause. Sidebar. So, apparently, this um, synagogue had... A, uh, a leader, a rabbi who died in, in somewhat recent history, and like half of the congregants at the synagogue, at this area, uh, believed this leader to be the Messiah. And then the other half said, no, you guys are crazy. What the hell are you talking about? And then this uh, this leader, I, I'm pretty sure he was a rabbi, said, I'm not the Messiah. And then the believer half said, well, that's exactly what the Messiah would say. You are the second coming. And then the guy died. And so this, the believers and the non-Messiah believers butted heads. And the, uh, the non-believers said, you guys are nuts. Uh, you guys being the, uh, the believers, they said, you guys are nuts. You have to go downstairs. You have to go into the basement. And they did. Yes, there's literally a, uh, a basement of this building that has a, um, so there's like the upstairs, like the ground floor 
um, church area, the temple, the ground floor temple. And then there's a temple underneath in the basement. And the believers, the believers were sent down into the basement. And so there was already this sort of like ongoing uh, civil war within this community uh, between the people who said our, our, our dead rabbi was the Messiah and you guys don't believe and you sent us into the basement. Yes, this is real. This actually happened. And, and one of the last wishes of the um, this leader, whatever his name was, I, I can't remember, maybe I'll see it as we read along. One of his wishes was that he wanted to expand the temple. He wanted to make it this big, beautiful building. And the non-believers, uh, the ones who didn't believe he was the Messiah, and, and including the the leader himself, he was like, "I'm not the Messiah. What are you guys talking about?" Uh, the people who didn't believe in the Messiah, they were like, "That was his dying wish, but you know, we're fine with what we have." But the ones who believe that that guy was the Messiah, they are like, "Well, his dying wish of our Messiah, our Messiah's dying wish was to expand this building into a big, beautiful thing," and so they started digging. <laughs> Let's keep reading. And so that that's that's context for this uh, uh, attempt to quote unquote expand 770. Working at night for an extended period of time, the Bahurim, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, began digging from the mikvah building and hollowed out a tunnel that sounds eerily similar to those used by Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Ooh, nice touch, nice touch, Crown Heights. The tunnel, while quote-unquote amateurish, managed to extend all the way to 770, where it burrowed under the Kingston Ave women's section, possibly destabilizing it. Shocked and horrified at what was found, the 770 Gaboim made the decision to close off the now possibly unsafe women's section to the public as decisions are made on how to secure the building. With the tunnel discovered, uh, the parties involved will now have to grapple with some difficult questions such as who will be responsible for the damage caused by the tunnel? Will criminal charges be have to be brought? So on, so forth. Um, yeah. And so that sent me, before I hit record for this episode, digging for some more stuff. So let's see uh, what Rolling Stone has to say on this. Um, with this article by E.J. Dixon, published January 11th, 2024, title, Twitter explodes with anti-Semitic misinfo after secret tunnel found under NYC synagogue. All right. Uh, on Monday night... 10 men were arrested following a dispute with New York City Police Department officers at the Shabbat Lubavitch World Headquarters in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, a synagogue catering to adherents of the insular. And they are very insular and they do not like people who are not them. Let me tell you. Uh, the insular Orthodox Jewish movement. The reason... Structural engineers were attempting to fill in a mysterious secret tunnel which had been illegally excavated underneath the building, and a group of young men 
turned out to protest. Though the story primarily focused on a small community of Orthodox Jews in NYC, with most members of the community decrying the destruction of the center, it quickly started trending nationwide. Footage of the tunnel, as well as the violent skirmishes between some of the Chabad men and the NYPD went viral, racking up thousands of retweets on X, formerly known as Twitter. Following the melee, 10 men were charged with criminal mischief and reckless endangerment, with one of the men also charged with obstruction of governmental administration. The story went viral because it was objectively bizarre. As initially reported, a small sect of Hasidic Jews had built an elaborate system of underground tunnels beneath the streets of Brooklyn for no immediately clear reason. Harkening back to that tweet, I swear I am hearing Yiddish underneath my floor. Again, I live on ground floor and there is no basement. (laughs) Could you imagine how fucking crazy, how crazy you would feel, how no one would believe you if you try to tell people I'm losing sleep. I keep hearing Yiddish underneath the floorboards. And then this fucking news comes out. (laughs) The story went viral because it was objectively bizarre. As initially reported, a small sect of Hasidic Jews had built an elaborate system of underground tunnels beneath the streets of Brooklyn for no immediately clear reason, but it also sparked an onslaught of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, with some well-known far-right personalities suggesting the tunnel was being used for nefarious trafficking purposes, playing into notorious anti-Jewish tropes, or drawing comparisons to the tunnels made by the terrorist group Hamas, referring to them as Jewish tunnels or Zionist tunnels. Quote, Secret underground tunnels, blood-soaked mattresses, baby strollers, getting real strong Simon Trent vibes here, unquote. One influencer wrote, I I don't know who Simon of Trent is, uh, referring to a dangerous anti-Semitic blood libel conspiracy theory from the Middle Ages involving the murder of a Christian child that resulted in 15 members of the Jewish community being burned at the stake. Holy shit. Uh, that post has racked up more than 1.2 million views on X, including 3,000 retweets. So this is this is what I mean when I say it gets kind of hairy, because... Um, Yes, anti-Semitism is real. Yes, it's fucked up. But at the same time, there are a lot of people now who will accuse you of being anti-Semitic if you express an opinion that, say, genocide is a bad thing, particularly genocide of the Palestinian people. It's a fucked up situation. And, and, and this is just the second week of 2024. We hear about people here in Yiddish under their floor. Okay. Uh, in a statement 
Jonathan Greenblatt, the director of the Anti-Defamation League, which fights anti-Semitism worldwide, tells Rolling Stone he finds the spread of such posts, which echoes centuries-old anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, incredibly concerning. And also a side note, at the same time, you have uh, Israeli representatives at the, uh, is it the ICJ, I think it is, uh, calling South Africa and everyone else um, Hamas, literally Hamas, uh, because they're trying to hold um, accountable, hold Israel accountable for its actions. Like, yes, like, mm, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it any further. Uh, Let's skip that. Let's skip that part. In reality, the explanation for the tunnel was at least somewhat more quotidian. The tunnel wasn't really tunnels at all, but one eight-foot-wide, five-foot-tall, 60-feet-long passageway dug out from beneath the building. New York City's Department of Buildings said in a statement on Wednesday, per the Jewish Telegraphic Agency, the passageway was the result of an ongoing dispute between the Chabad Lubavitch community and a splinter sect which has long been embroiled in turmoil over ownership of the building housing the headquarters. Members of the splinter group believe that Rabbi uh, Menachem Schneerson, who led the Shabbat Lubavitch movement before his death at at age 92 in 1994, is the Messiah claiming that the mainstream Shabbat movement rejects. In a statement, Mati Seligson, a spokesperson for the uh, for Shabbat Lubavitch, refuted the idea that the underground passageway consisted of a system of, quote, secret underground tunnels, unquote, as initially reported, referring to the men who dug it as young agitators. This basement-level space, a long eight-foot-wide room, was dug out by young agitators underneath a ground-level extension made by the synagogue decades ago, he told Rolling Stone. This is not the space referred to in press reports as a secret tunnel running parallel Kingston Ave. In 2006, a court determined that the Chabad Lubavitch community had control over the building, uh, which is on Eastern Parkway in Brooklyn's heavily Hasidic Crown Heights neighborhood. Yet, there has still been tension between the two groups, uh, with the newspaper The Jewish Chronicle reporting today about that that about six months ago, a small group of members of the Messianic movement started construction on a network of underground tunnels in order to gain illegal access to the building. When Shabbat discovered the existence of the tunnels last December, according to the Jewish publication Forward, it ordered a cement truck to fill them, fearing that the building would be structurally damaged by the underground network. Uh, Seligson says that on Monday night, Shabbat 
alerted the authorities to the destruction and vandalism of synagogue premises attempting to vacate the building. These attempts resulted in protests on Monday night, as well as the temporary closure of the building to conduct a review of its structural integrity. At first, the internecine dispute, I've never seen that word before, internecine dispute between what is essentially uh, two small sects of the already small Crown Heights Orthodox Jewish community primarily garnered only local media interest. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, that all happened. And I want to close this out with something I found of on all places, know your memes. Because I was looking up um, who who made that original tweet that I saw. And it was someone said, called Richard Strocher, S-T-R-O-C-H-E-R. And I had heard somewhere else this guy was a groiper. I was like, what the hell's a groiper? A groiper is apparently a follower of uh, some fucking neo-Nazi called Nick Fuentes or something. So groipers are, you know, neo-Nazis, basically. Um, and I heard word that this uh, Twitter user was a groiper and the and I went and I looked on the the user's bio Twitter bio and it says they're a Fox News anchor or something though I couldn't find anything about it and uh, and apparently I mispronounced the name it's actually Richard Stroker let's just read what this has to say on knowyourmeme.com Richard Stroker Jewish Tunnels Vindication post refers to a viral uh, post on Twitter in early January 2024 that was made by a right-wing humorist troll posting under the name Richard Stroker, which claimed that he heard Yiddish spoken underneath his home in New York City in the weeks prior to the uncovering of the Shabbat Synagogue Tunnels. Many online posted that he was vindicated or spread screenshots of the tweet as if it were real, but reporter, but reporting by Taylor Lawrence and an investigation of the posts in the following days indicate that Stroker likely neither lived in New York nor had made the posts uh, about the Jews underneath his home. So yeah. Richard Stroker, Dick Stroker, turns out it was a Nazi troll. And that's a testament of how misinformation can spread when there's weird shit going on already. That's it for this episode. I'm going to charge the camera for the bonus episode. Thanks for tuning in. What did we learn from this? Some funny stuff? Turns out to be not so funny but then there's some other funny stuff. That's all. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Catch you next time. Bye.